Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast coming to you live from a small echoey room in St. Anne Parish. That's generally my Wednesday deal. So if you hear me echoing, uh, that, that probably means I'm at St. Anne. For those new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Joe Zank. I am a pastoral leader, a lay pastoral leader at three rural Catholic parishes in uh, the Diocese of Green Bay uh, in Wisconsin, and I have been in this position for many, many years. And what I do every day, Monday through Friday, is I read the gospel of the day most days. Some days I read the first reading and uh, and just make a few comments on it, sometimes more than others. And then uh, we pray a decade of the rosary together. So if you would like to come along and break open God's word with me, you are welcome. Uh, every day here on this Cup of Joe podcast. For the last, oh, few weeks now, we've been traveling through Mark's gospel. Uh, Took a day off yesterday with the feast of the presentation of the Lord, but today we are back in, and so we are beginning the sixth chapter of Mark's gospel today. Uh, Just a short gospel today, Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 6. Let's break open what God has for us today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter? the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So what we have, just to set the scene, because we skipped yesterday, uh, if you remember uh, Monday, Uh, Jesus and his disciples were in a boat. They were over on the east side of the Sea of Galilee, which is Gentile territory. They were in Gennesaret, and they cured the man who had the legion of demons within him. Well, they got back in the boat and went to the other side of the sea, had we continued reading yesterday, and he went to the house of Jairus. Uh, which is that beautiful story. So if you like that story, don't know that story, end of Mark chapter 5, he uh, raises the daughter of Jairus, the 12-year-old. So then, now, it says, he departed from there, the house of Jairus, and came to his native place. So he's going back to Nazareth. He's going back home. And the first part of this goes really well, doesn't it? When the Sabbath came, so again, as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on Sabbath. uh, And he was teaching there. And many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has he been given? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? If only it would have ended there. 
And because they could see clearly this man is full of wisdom. Where did he get this? These, these are mighty deeds that he's doing. That's incredible. Stop. But they didn't stop. They, began, they kept asking questions, trying to figure out this doesn't make any sense. Is he not the carpenter? Okay, notice that, by the way, right? They're not saying, is he the carpenter's son? Because that's what Matthew and Luke are going to do. Not here, not in Mark. Is he not the carpenter? So that gives us a clue into Jesus', Jesus profession before the age of 30. Uh, when he went off and, uh, and got baptized by John. Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Why? Because he's rising above his station, and you didn't do that in, in that culture. If you were a carpenter's son, you were a carpenter, and that's your lot in life, and you accepted it, and that was good. But it's more than that. Why? Because we knew this guy when he was two years old, and he was wearing a diaper running around, and we knew him when he was four, and he did that foolish thing, you know, with the, the neighbor's dog. And, and we knew him when he was eight, and, and, and he was awkward, and we knew him when he was 12, and he had a crush on this girl, and, and you know, and the trouble he got in. They know all the backstories. And so, you know how that is, right? Sometimes when you go home for a holiday and you're back amongst your family, which is wonderful and hard sometimes, is it's so easy to fall into those same patterns. And all of a sudden, you may be 40, 45 years old, but yet you're back with family. And all of a sudden, you're no longer 45 and, and respected in these professions and, and gifted in these ways. No, all of a sudden, you're 14 because that's how they see you, because that's how they know you. And this is what they're doing to Jesus. They're saying, hold it here. I... We know you. Yeah, we know you're doing mighty works. We know you're full of wisdom. But I know this other part, and it doesn't make sense. And I know your family. Now you're a carpenter. And I know this, and I cannot put them together. So I'm merely putting you as to what I know. Not the part I don't. This stuff's really cool, but it doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to stay with what I know, and that's the screw up when you were here. And that's the small man. You know, I'm not saying Jesus was small then, but, but just the part that they knew and they could put him in that box. And, uh, and that's what they did. And Jesus, of course, says, uh, a prophet is not without honor except in his native place. Why? Because we all do it. It wasn't just Jesus. It wasn't just prophets back then. It's now. You know, do we do that when our kids come home and say, you are still who you were then when we knew you? We hate it when that happens to us. Do we do it when other friends, we, you know, in other groups of friends, and, oh, you must be the same person here because you were back when you were 18. And that's not true. We hate it being done to us because we're beyond that. We've grown more than that. So let us, my friends, make sure that we, we're careful about allowing people that opportunity for growth that they deserve. Uh, whether it's our kids, whether it's our siblings, whether it is our, our, you know, our friends, whoever we've known in the past, 
that they are not stuck there. But here's the part I want to do is, is I want to make sure, my friends, we're not putting God in a box either. I love this last line. A prophet is not without honor except his own place among his own kin in his own house. Yeah, we know that. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there. Apart from curing a few sick by laying his hands on them, he was amazed at their lack of faith. It doesn't say he didn't want to perform any mighty deed there. He was not able to perform any mighty deed there. You know, we look at God, and, and of course Christ was, was, uh, is the second person of the Trinity, so we, we believe him to be God. We look at God and we say God is all-powerful, and that is true, mostly, right? Where does God's power end? It ends at, at how far you and I extend our arm and say, you know, welcome here. God's will, God's control, God's power, God's majesty is, is infinite and, and all-powerful. But yet, my friends, he gives us the power to say, no, I'm not interested. And he is, shall I say, gentle enough? I'll use the words of Julian of Norwich. He's courteous enough to trust us and, and to wait until we're ready. Isn't that wonderful? The courteousness of God. That, that he gives that power over to us. And what did the people of Nazareth do? They couldn't imagine God being that big. They couldn't imagine this wisdom and goodness within him. And so they said, no. My friends, do you and I ever fall in that trap? Again, I've, I've used the quote, and I won't do it again, about if on the road you meet the Buddha. But that whole point of, of you know, God is beyond what you and I even imagine today. If you were to sit down today and write down everything you think God is and who God has been for you, that may be a wonderful and good list. But I hope, my friends, tomorrow you'd be able to add more because God is beyond that list as big as it may be today. And I hope on Friday you'd be able to add more and next week more, and next year more, and 10 years from now more, because God is always bigger. And my friends, today is a good day for simply you and I to imagine that God is, is beyond. That God, as, as Paul says in Philippians, that marvelous line, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not I can do some things through Christ who strengthens me. Not I can do many things. Or not I can do a few things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And what limits God, my friends, is us and our own imagination and our own understanding that God can do what God needs to do when God needs to do it, as God needs to do it, and how he needs to do it. But don't limit your imagination today. Allow God to be as big in your life today as God needs to be. The people of Nazareth weren't able to do that. And God became very small. And God was not able to do the, the, the healings there because of their lack of faith, because of their lack of imagination. Let not that be the case with us today. Dream big today. God is bigger. God is always bigger. 
We have a feast day today, as you all know, St. Blaise, the Feast of St. Blaise. You know, those Catholics, you Catholics who, uh, do you remember back in your youth? At least it's for me in my youth, and we do it now at our parishes here too. But it was uh, many years that I didn't. Oh, people would come forward and you'd have two candles. Oh, way back in the day, those candles were lit. But they would put them around your throat and say that wonderful prayer through the intercession of St. Blaise, bishop and martyr. May you be delivered from every uh, disease of the throat and from every other illness in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May that be so with us today. A lot of legend surrounding St. Blaise. But here's what we know. He was a bishop and a martyr. That's what the prayer tells us. Early 4th century, imprisoned because he wouldn't bow to a pagan god and, uh, and was martyred very brutally because of that. And legend has it that a mother brought a, a boy who had a, a bone of a fish stuck in his throat and at his command the, the, the bone came out and the boy was cured. Don't know if it's true or not. I know God could do it through Blaze. I know that. And so we trust that, but we trust that St. Blaise can pray for you and I today, as well as all the other saints. So through the intercession of St. Blaise, Bishop and Martyr, my friends, may God deliver you and I from every disease, every sin, every illness of the throat, because you know what? There's lots of sin that comes through our mouths, through our lips, through our throats. May God deliver us from every disease of the throat and from every other illness. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. <clears throat> Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Blaise, pray for us. My friends, blessings to you on the rest of this beautiful Wednesday. Uh, May God's presence be near. I look forward to us being together again tomorrow.